Welcome and let your journey to soul expansion begin. I'm your host, Kristen Kaczynski. This show will take you on a journey of expansion, encouraging you to release the limitations of your mind and lean into the wisdom of your soul. Remembering who you are on a soul level will help you release your conditioning, expectations, limiting beliefs, fears, and worries, and evoke a life expanded by your energetic alignment. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your income and impact, or someone who knows in your heart of hearts that you're made for more, this podcast will help you awaken the power that's already inside of you, allowing you to attract an easy flow of money, clients, opportunities, and fulfillment. In each episode, you'll learn something new, expand your consciousness, and you'll walk away with a glimpse of what's truly possible for you. If you're ready to follow your soul's calling and live a more expansive life, you're in the right place. Welcome and let your journey to soul expansion begin. I want you to love yourself the way that you want money to love you. And if that sounds radical, if that sounds like something you've never heard of before, then I am so excited that you're listening to this episode because I'm about to change the way that you think of money mindset entirely. One of my deepest breakthroughs when it's come to my money mindset is realizing that it is so deeply connected to the love we have for ourselves, right? And how do I know this? How did I come to understand this? Well, I started noticing the way I was accepting certain realities with money. I'll give you some examples. You know, I was allowing money to come in on its timing instead of commanding it in on my timing. I was allowing money to come from, you know, all different sources, like outside of my business, in investment accounts, in, you know, gifts from people in other areas of my life, instead of commanding the money to come in through my business. So like in 2021, I had this like incredibly abundant year. And a lot of it actually came from outside of my business, as well as inside of my business. And there was this moment in 2021, where I was like, well, what the hell is happening? Like, why am I getting all this abundance everywhere else, like financial abundance, not just like love and appreciation, but like financial cash money abundance everywhere else. And my business is like staying at the same level. Like why can I expand in these other areas of financial abundance, but I can't expand in my business in terms of financial abundance. And what I started to understand was I was allowing my business to you know, kind of have this energy of of not good enough, right? I was allowing the way money showed up for me in my business to be like the the bad boy, right? So what am I talking about with this? So we're talking about like love and money, right? And if we think of like relationships between humans, I'm, you know, a female, I like men, so, you know, I'm heterosexual, and so I'm just going to use that as an example, but you can, you know, switch the genders, switch the the labels around however you want to make it work for you, but I'm just going to speak from my own experience here. So, you know, I had a time in my life where I was like really attracted to the bad boy, right? I And this was, you know, right around the time when I was in a codependent relationship that really fucked me up for a long time. <laughs> 
Um, but I was really attracted to the bad boy. I was attracted to the mystery. I was attracted to the drama. And that's the biggest one, right? Like if we if we think of like watching romantic comedies or just romantic relationships on television the bad boy is always portrayed as like sexier and like more interesting because there's more drama right and then the good guy is like portrayed as like kind of boring right like he's always there and that's kind of boring and so we have this conditioned unconscious attraction to drama in love and for a lot of us, we eventually overcome it, right? For a lot of us, we get to a point where we're fed up with how we're being treated and we we decide that we're available for the good guy now. <laughs> Enter my husband. He is an amazing partner and he truly is someone who treats me with respect and love and kindness. And, you know, our relationship has, of course, grown and evolved over time. But from the very beginning, he was a good guy through and through and like I could feel that like from our first date and I was also in a place where I was ready to receive that from a man right I was you know coming off of all of these terrible dates coming off of that codependent relationship a year or two prior and I was just like fed up with the bullshit I was like you know what I just want someone who is going to love me for me who is going to treat me right and his who is reliable dependable and stable right I wanted the dream husband, y'all, and I got him. (laughs) But I hadn't yet seen that happen with my money. And so this is something that I want you to ponder. What is your relationship like with money right now? Are you seeing some of that drama where like, money is like withholding itself from you, like withholding affection, right? Or like money is nowhere to be found or money comes and then money goes or money comes, but then it leaves right away, right? Like what are the patterns? What is like the relationship flavor of your relationship with money right now? And if if it's a flavor of like you're dating the bad boy who is kind of an asshole, Well, this is your invitation to love yourself a little bit more than that and reclaim your power here. And I know with money stuff, it can be like really, really fucking scary. Like it's I think it's harder to work through money trauma than it is relationship trauma personally, although they're they're very much related. But like I was able to get over like the the addiction to the drama within my relationships just by deciding it with money. I had to do a lot more inner work, right? But it is within our capability to just decide it, right? There is something to be said about getting fed up with your money relationship now and just deciding that you're no longer available for the bad boy, evil version of money, right? (laughs) So that is within your capacity to do. I don't want to discount that. But I do think money nuances are maybe a little harder to navigate because we don't have as many examples of really healthy relationships with money, right? Like for me, I did, I was fortunate enough to have an example of a healthy marriage between my parents. Um, And even if you're, you know, a child of divorce or if you grew up with like a single parent or some other home situation that wasn't as stable and secure as mine, you probably have seen plenty of people around you who are in healthy, stable relationships. And so we have those examples 
around us. And, you know, if you don't, then that's something to definitely like explore and see if you can find those relationships to model after, you know, leaving room for all experience here. So for me, relationship shifts felt easier because I, I knew what that looked like. Like I had that felt sense of what it could feel like and how it should feel. And so for that, I was able to decide. But with money, it was harder. I had my my worth wrapped up in in what, you know, how much I was doing and like silly things like how pretty I was or, you know, how popular I was, like all these little nuances of areas in my life where I didn't feel good enough or I didn't feel adequate that I was attaching to money. To give a more concrete example, I recently had this realization that there's a deep part of me that didn't feel like I belonged. I'm an Aquarius. As a side note, this is kind of like our signature. We're out on the outskirts, (laughs) just like the planet Saturn, (laughs) which is, I think, the ruler of Aquarius. I'm just kind of dabbling in astrology. I'm not an expert. Go follow my friend Neha. Love Neha, N-E-H-A, Ja, I think it's how you pronounce her last name, J-H-A. So L-O-V-E-N-E-H-A-J-H-A. Go follow her if you're like, okay, I'm curious about all this astrology stuff. Um, I am by no means an expert. I am a subscriber to the Chani app. Um, so you can also look into to that um, application for, for your phone. That's C-H-A-N-I, Chani app. Um, Great astrology app, by the way. Anyway, side note. So all of this was to come back and say, you know, I'm Aquarius and I and it's kind of our signature that we're on the outskirts of society. Right. Like we're, we're kind of you know, the the observer from from the outside, just like the planet Saturn is kind of like outside. It's on the outskirts. It's observing all the planets within. Right. And so I don't know if this is like a something that just like is normal to all Aquarians, but I kind of like see the pattern within myself where my whole life I didn't really feel like I belonged, right? Like I didn't feel like I belonged with my family. I didn't feel like I belonged with people I went to school with. I moved to New York City thinking I would find belonging in this big ass city where everyone is supposed to belong. And I didn't feel like I belonged there either. Um, And then we moved to Philadelphia and I still didn't feel like I belonged. And then I started to create my business and this was less prevalent in business. Like it was more unconscious in business. Um, but there still was this, this deep feeling like I, I didn't belong in the online space or like I didn't belong with my business. And when we don't feel like we belong, it's because there's this part of us that doesn't feel good enough. Right. And so for a long time in my business, I was coming from this energy of, I don't belong here because I'm not good enough. Let me try to show people that I I do belong. Let me try to show people that I am good enough. Let me try to show money that I am worthy of being paid, right? And so it was coming from this energy of, of trying to show or trying to prove or trying to get people to understand me and get people to see that, yeah, I belong here. When we are able to witness these types of patterns within ourselves, 
and love ourselves through them because love is the path through anything that you're feeling right now love is the path and like something you can you know think to yourself whenever you're in a difficult time in business is asking yourself how can I love myself deeply through this this is the way things are I accept how they are right now how can I love myself deeply through this moment As a listener of the Soul Expansion Podcast, you know how impactful our unconscious or subconscious thoughts can be, especially when it comes to attracting, receiving, keeping, having, and holding money. And one of the best ways to start to reprogram your unconscious mind is through the power of clinical hypnotherapy. And as a special treat to podcast listeners, I have a free money mindset hypnosis just for you, which is going to allow you to let go of beliefs that are currently holding you back when it comes to attracting money. Hypnosis, by the way, is not mind control. It's not voodoo, scary magic. It's really just allowing you to go into a light trance where you're super relaxed and your unconscious mind is open to receive suggestions. So you can rest assured when you listen to the Money Mindset Hypnosis, you are safe, you are protected, you are loved, and your subconscious mind is so powerful that if there is a suggestion that for some reason doesn't align with your values, it'll automatically reject it. So you're not being controlled by the mind. You're only allowing yourself to receive new beliefs at the subconscious level that are supportive for your money goals. So if you wanna get your hands on the Money Mindset Hypnosis, go to mymoneyhypnosis.com. Again, it's completely free. You just enter your email address and you get an instant download and you can start reprogramming your unconscious mind for all the monies starting today. So again, it's mymoneyhypnosis.com and I hope you love it. And when we love ourselves deeply, we're able to actually change, right? So, so the paradox is that we think that by changing ourselves, we will be able to make more money, for example, since we're talking about love and money. And so maybe we, we change our strategy or we change the, the way that we speak to clients about our programs or we change our brand colors or, you know, we change all these things on the outside, right? And maybe deep down there's this part of us that still doesn't feel worthy of the money that we're asking for or still doesn't feel like people see her as worthy of the money that she's asking for, right? Because that could be true too. We're like, you feel worthy of the money, but maybe you don't believe that people think you're worthy of the money, right? And that can have an impact on your money too. So if you can love yourself in those patterns, in those wounds, in those beliefs, and hold yourself like you're an infant or like you're a wounded animal that is just needing love, needing attention, needing your awareness, then you can actually transmute that energy. You can release that grasping or that force or that that neediness that you may hold around money now. And when you can love yourself deeply through that, what emerges is this deeper sense of worthiness. 
And the deeper our worthiness, this is something I've known for a long time, but it's more embodied now, right? The deeper we feel our own worthiness, the more money we are able to experience in our physical reality. Another way of saying this is the more we value ourselves internally, like this is all within your own fucking body and mind, right? Like it's not about like getting a fucking manicure. (laughs) That is so like surface level. When I'm talking about valuing yourself, I'm talking about like how you are treating yourself within your own body and within your own mind, how you're talking about yourself, how you're talking to yourself, how you're relating to yourself. All of these things are associated with how much you value yourself. And the more you can value yourself, the more value you have as an energetic being, meaning money flocks to you. Money finds its way to you, especially if you have abundant beliefs about money, right? So beliefs are a component of this. Like you have to be open to the possibilities. And as long as you're doing, you know, the the general belief reprogramming work, which is, you know, you can do that through affirmations. You can do that through awareness. There's a lot of different ways you can reprogram your beliefs through NLP, et cetera. As long as you're doing the belief work at that point, it's, it's raising your own felt sense of how valuable you are. And the way you do that is through self-love, right? Cause like, think of something in your life external, right? So like take yourself out of the picture for a second. Think of something in your life that you just fucking love and like you you value it so much, right? Like I'm thinking of my dog, right? I value my dogs so, so, so much. They get like the grooming appointments every six weeks. They get the best medical care when they need it. Um, you know, they get all the best toys, all the best food, all the best treats, all the things, right? Like I value my dog so much because I love them so much. Here's another example. Think of like if you have like an investment piece in your closet, like, or like a car, like maybe you invested in a really nice car that you really value, or maybe you invested in like a a designer purse, or maybe you invested in, you know, a new phone for yourself, or maybe you invested in like a new haircut um, and, and like a new hair color, right? Like when we get our hair colored, you know, it's not the, the most economical thing in the world to get your hair colored. I think it's a couple hundred dollars where I live. And so like when you get your hair colored and you value that, then you use like the color safe shampoo, right? Like you spend the extra money to also use the color safe shampoo to make sure that your hair color stays as long as possible because you value the hair color. And you know, if you don't use the color safe shampoo, the the hair color is going to go away a lot faster, right? When we, when we value things externally, we're willing to go the extra mile for them. We're willing to expect nothing but the best, right? And, and to actually cultivate that through buying like the color safe shampoo or like the, the doggy vitamins for my dogs, right? We're willing to do things at a higher standard for things that we value. So if it's your car, right? Like you don't, You probably don't like eat a greasy cheeseburger in your car if you have a brand new car with leather seats because you value your brand new car with the leather seats, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> so there's like a deeper layer of respect. There's a higher standard of care, um, you know, and, and there's more love, right? Like if you have a new car with leather seats that was like an investment for you that you really value and appreciate, then you love that car. And the same is true of ourselves, We have to love ourselves and value ourselves in order to raise our internal sense of value. So think of it as like a temperature scale, right? So as humans, we tend to dress according to the temperature. If it's really, really cold outside, we're going to wear clothing that matches with cold weather. We'll wear our coat, we'll wear our hat, we'll wear our scarf, we'll put our, our wool socks on and our boots. If it's like a medium temperature outside, well, then we'll wear like a lightweight jacket, some jeans, maybe some tennis shoes or, or nice shoes, but we don't need the, the snow boots, right? And then if it's really, really hot outside, we're probably in our shorts or dresses, you know, sleeveless tops, things that like allow our skin to breathe, right? So we match our outfit to the weather outside, to the temperature. And the same is true of money, Money will match whatever temperature you are set to internally in terms of how much you value yourself. So if we are just thinking of like a hundred point scale, let's say right now you're valuing valuing yourself at a level 10, meaning you are giving way more, like way too much, like you're overgiving out of a place of not enoughness. You are disregarding your own needs. You are outsourcing your power to other people. You are not really setting any good boundaries. Like maybe that's where someone could be at right now. They're at a level 10. So the money you receive is going to match that level 10. Especially if your lack of boundaries, your your willingness to accept less than what you really want is reflected back at money, right? Like money is going to respond to your energy. If, however you are able to raise your standards internally of how much you value yourself as well as raise your standards internally of what you will accept from money. Then you raise your level from a level 10 maybe to a level 90. Well, now you're going to see money match your level 90. Just like if it was 90 degrees Fahrenheit outside, you would not be wearing your winter coat. You would put your shorts on, right? Like you would match the weather. Money is going to match your internal sense of value, just like you would dress to match the temperature. So when we are able to love and value ourselves more and also understand that because we are so valuable, we are so deeply worthy of more abundance, money responds to that. So what I want you to do as an action step, if you're wanting to take action on this first episode of the Love and Money series, is I want you to examine and maybe give yourself a rating on a scale of one to 10. How much am I currently valuing myself and how worthy of money do I currently feel? So two ratings, how much am I currently valuing myself and how worthy of money do I currently feel? And then let's get really action oriented. And then I want you to brainstorm 10 different shifts that you could make instantly 
to value yourself more. Let me give you some examples of what this could look like. So if you are someone who stands in front of the mirror and picks apart your appearance, maybe a quick shift you could make to love yourself and value value yourself more is instead from now on, every time you look in the mirror, you look into your own eyes and you say, I love you. You are perfect just the way you are. I love you. I appreciate you. I accept you. That might be kind of scary for some people. (laughs) I remember the first time I did something like that. My system was like, you're lying to me. (laughs) You always pick apart my appearance, right? But that's such a simple example of something you could implement for free today to love and value yourself more. Let me give you two more examples. So another example might be if you find yourself in a state like if you're a business owner, if you find yourself in a state of trying to make things happen so that you can get money, maybe a simple, quick, energetic shift is taking care of yourself first and then allowing the tasks that need to get done in your business to just flow. Trusting that, of course, money is going to show up for you. And one more example of something you could shift to love and value yourself more. So if you're currently waiting by your phone for the next client message to answer, maybe it's time that you set personal office hours, even just for yourself without even necessarily communicating it, set personal office hours for when you will and will not answer client messages. I know for me, I try to consolidate the time that I spend answering client messages to two, sometimes three times per day. So I'll see the messages come in throughout the day, but I'm not going and answering every single one all day long because if I did that, I would get nothing done and I would start to resent my clients and I would start to resent myself. And I just I just would be really devaluing my time, my energy, and my expertise. And so instead, one way that I show myself self-love and value myself at a higher level is I, you know, consolidate the time that I answer client messages to a time that works for me based on my energy, my schedule, and all of the things that are important to me. And through that, I actually am able to give my clients better service. Because when I value myself more, that gets translated through my coaching, that gets translated through them, right? Like when we value ourselves more as leaders and as coaches, It allows our clients to rise up to our level and value themselves more too. But if we're operating from this state of not enoughness, then that also gets translated to our clients and they're not able to expand into a new level of worthiness. So if you're having trouble, if like your conscious mind is like, well, but won't they think I'm not being as supportive of them? I would challenge you to open up to the possibility that maybe they would feel even more supported if you took better care and loved yourself more and valued your time and energy more because then you could deliver the highest caliber of service to them. So that is what I have for you in this first episode of the Love and Money series. Please share this with a friend. Please take action on some of the action items I gave you. Um, Download my money mindset hypnosis at mymoneyhypnosis.com for free if you want to continue to integrate uh, some of the things we're talking about here in the Love and Money series. 
And just as a little preview for you, we are doing one, two, three, four, five, six. We're doing six episodes on this love and money series. So if you're not already a subscriber of the Soul Expansion Podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the upcoming episodes. They're coming out every Tuesday and Thursday all month long in April. Um, And next week, or actually today's Tuesday, this week, you're going to hear from me again on Thursday as part of this Love and Money series. And we're talking about setting loving boundaries with money. So first, you got to love yourself. So make sure you take action on that. And then we're going to learn how to set better boundaries with our money. All right. I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you later this week. Bye for now. Thank you for honoring your soul's calling today and taking the time to listen to this episode of the Soul Expansion Podcast. If you have a question you'd like featured or have a topic idea, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Kristen Kaczynski and send me a DM with your request. Remember, you are a truly limitless being. The limits you see now are only an illusion. Whatever it is that you desire, that's already yours. It already exists in the universe here and now. You simply have to awaken to what you already have. And I hope this episode brought you a little closer to that truth. If you love this episode and would like to give from your heart and appreciation, please take a few moments to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram or write a brief review on your favorite podcast platform. Your voice truly matters and your feedback helps to spread abundant expansion to a broader audience. And what a gift that is, right? Just think about how much abundance will come back to you if you help a friend experience their own soul expansion. And with that, I just want to say thank you for being you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Kristen Kaczynski and I love you.